It is definitely one of my favourite films. I think I think it's True Events, I think, or something like that. I think it might be based on a book. Okay. I think it might be True Events. I think it might I think it might be True Events or something, you know. Who's in the chat? Who's seen Hustlers, the film? Hustlers. It's based on, on, on a book or I'm trying, to like, I'm trying to do research on it now. But it's going to take me too long. There's too much information about it. But yeah, I was just saying how much I love the scene where, where um, Usher makes his cameo. And he's like, what's my name? <laughs> and she's like, Usher, baby. <laughs> so corny. No, I think it's so hard, David. I don't even know why I like it so much. I love that film. I think it's like the most incredible film in the world. I think it's what? like so well done. I mean, yeah, it, it holds you. I mean, I thought it was going to be rubbish. Because... I thought it was going to be rubbish. Maybe that's why I like it so much. Mm. I thought it was going to be very dry. Um, we're live on YouTube. What's going on? It's based on a true life story. That's what someone said in our chat. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what I remember. That's what I remember. No, it's a yeah. fantastic film. I think everyone that hasn't watched it, it's one of my guilty pleasures. So, yeah. So, if you, if you guys want to know what film I like a lot, cut the chat, fans. Hustlers, mm. especially the sequence with Ursha Baby. Who's been seeing the clip with T-Pain going around? There's a clip with T-Pain, yeah, where T-Pain explains the fact that he was on a plane one day. He's flying somewhere. I can't remember where he's flying to. And he gets called by on the tannoy. They say, oh, come to the back of the plane. Osha wants to speak to you. Pulls up to Usher. Obviously, Usher's his brethren. Usher says to him, I think you ruined music, man. I think you effed up music. Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. So this is this is when Usher decides to tell T-Pain. On a plane, fam. On an aeroplane. I swear down. On an aeroplane. I swear down, it's cold. Man said it's cold. And, and and of all things that, well, if we're like how many hundreds of thousands of feet up in the air, yeah, flying somewhere. Fam, don't don't that don't choose that time to tell me you I think I'm barbering. Yeah. You think I ruined barbering. Like, what? Fam, fam you should have just left me seated in my seat. Why have you called me back in for that? No, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. What kind of man this is that? And I remember when he started all of this auto-tune stuff and I think you had equal amounts of people attacking him as defending him. A lot of people attacked him, though. I mean, Jay-Z made death of auto-tune. Absolutely. And brought him out on stage to, like, kind of maybe embarrass himself. I was really confused by that one as well. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Ace. We can't hear you, Ace. Speak up. Okay. Okay, this is not working out. Um, 
but yeah, I think it's it's um I just found it really um when I heard that story, I just thought it was a bit wild that one Usher would say that to him on a plane, and two, two, he it led him into like four years of depression, he said. That makes sense. Because Usher was his boy. Damon, imagine like Ace turns around to you like on a plane one day. You think your boy is Ace is like, you know what? I think you ruined barbering, man. I don't think barbers should have dreads. <laughs> no, no, it's not even that. Imagine I was the first one to really bust the whole hair dye shape up thing. Yeah, and it's blowing up. And it's blowing up. Yeah. And the man said, yeah, you ruined barbering. Because I, I saw, I, I, on the gram, yeah, you see a lot of haircutting pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them look absolutely amazing. But yeah. to the untrained eye, they do look amazing. But to the trained eye, you can see that there's hair dye and Beijing and all of this. I've said this before. Do you remember when um, Ludacris cut off his hair? Yeah. And he cut off his hair and he had the mad sideburns. Mm. And people were people saying to me, like, how come my haircuts aren't that sharp? They want sideburns like that. And I'm like, it's, it's ink. It's dye. I don't understand how you don't you don't you don't you don't get this. Yeah, but um, if you don't know, you don't know, right? Yeah, but people was proper looking at me like, nah, D, you're you're not really as good as you, not even as good as I say I am, because I've never run around and said obviously my name is my name on the ground, but that's just whatever in it. My name but is my name. My name is my name, player. But I've never run around. You don't see me running around shouting out people and you know, calling out people and all this and all that. I'm you know, but people are like, nah, D, what, you can't even bang out shape-ups like that? And I'm like, bruv, it's not real. Like, it's not hair. It's not, do you know what I mean? And it's taken a while for people to understand. And even even, even on the ground, the amount of Photoshop that's used in, in haircutting pictures, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but anyway, back to what we said. If I was the guy that in, invented that, and man was like, yeah, you ruined it. Ruined it. Look at my lips. You ruined it. You're ruining it. Stop ruining it. Stop ruining it. Like Stop what? ruining it. Ten years in. That would be deep. I'd, I'd actually be hurt. No, bro. I just felt like, to be fair, you shouldn't have let Osher get to his head, man. Shouldn't have let Osher get to his head. How can you not let Osher get to your head? It's Usher. It's Usher, baby. Usher, <laughs> baby. Yeah. What? 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 Where, where would you put Usher? Would you put him as king of R and B? Yeah, yeah. R and B. Now that now that R Kelly's officially cancelled, Usher is the king. Done now. Done now. Do you so know what's Usher's... funny about that? I was listening to the. Was I listening to? No, I was playing a a nineties R and B playlist in my car the other day. And an R. Kelly rhythm came on, yeah. Did you skip it? I skipped it after 30 seconds. And the reason right. I skipped it after 30 seconds, yeah, because I was listening to it and I'm like, you actually effed up. Like, you actually effed up. Like, Robert Kelly, you had R&B music in a headlock. You owned oh, R&B cold. music. Yeah. From your, from your production of everybody to your own music. To, 
he was a musical genius. I still say to this day, that whole trapped in the closet thing was probably one of the most amazing things I've heard as a piece of work. Do you I know mean, what I mean? After a while, it got a bit lost, but initially it was genius. Well, the thing that came out as a CD, and it was the videos and just the thought that went behind it, the production went, uh, that, that went behind it, the videos. And at, especially at that time, creatively, I think that was probably the best piece of musical work I've, I've, I've ever... And even, even today, I still I will still say that. Um, I, will, I will still say that. And I was, listening to, I was listening to him the other day, 30 seconds, and I just got sad because it was just like, you just effed up. And it's weird because for the last year and a, maybe year and a half, I haven't heard an R. Kelly song. And when I heard this on the mix CD, it all came back and, and the vibes and, 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 and yeah, it just all came back what he was doing in, in the nineties and, and the early 2000s. And I'm like, Time, you, you effed up majorly. Like, Ace, killed it. Ace is looking like that youth that sneaks into the back of the classroom with a smirk on his face, waiting for the teacher to tell him off. Look at him. What's going on? What's Hello, going? Ace. I came conveniently after you guys have finished talking about Kells. You know what's mad, though? I'm going to say Kills. one more thing. I do want to know your opinion about the T-Pain thing, Ace. But I'm going to say one more thing, yeah? Um, about the R. Kelly thing. You know what's mad the other day? I'm playing back, back, back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. It comes on in the car. And because my missus, like, listen to, she's got this Aaliyah playlist. I'm like, you know, that's R. Kelly. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, trust me, it's R. Kelly. She's like, no, it can't be. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm telling you, R. Kelly produced all that album. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, he didn't. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what, what music do you think he produced then? She's like, oh, and then I read it out. She's like, could you stop it, please? And then I was, I was like, okay. So then we skipped it. She's like, yeah, I don't think it's okay that we should be playing the music of the guy that was potentially abusing this young lady and was making music kind of about it at the time. But then at the same time, do you know, like, you, that might be your favourite Aaliyah song. It's not. Aaliyah, did, Aaliyah only got popping when... She'd start messing with Timberland. And- Timberland, I know. But I'm just saying, that tune bangs, though. At a point, people used to play that song yeah, all the we time. Can leave, we can leave that alone. That can stay there over there. So. No, we can stay there. But then, I, I, in my head, I was thinking, like, you know, there's all these other artists at the time that, that he worked with. Yeah. yeah that- there's, there's artists that have only got R. Kelly hits. And yeah. Yeah. Do you remember and- ATL calling all the girls? Was that his song? That's their only hit. Oh, they had Make It With Love. But that was one of their only hits. Even what's his name? Even what's his name? Remember um, Cassidy? Is Cassidy, Cassidy, yeah. Yeah, R. Kelly. He said, Marcus he, Houston clubbing. Clubbing. There's a lot. There's a lot who's of that who's the, who's that? Is it Sparkle? Sparkle. She already had our R. Kelly record. Mm. He was on the record. But well, anyway, let's move. So what do you think about this T-Pain going into depression because what Usher said to him thing? Do you, know, do you know what it comes down to? And I think we can all relate, yeah? Like, Femi, you can see, like... Actually, I, I feel like you're a different breed of person. So I don't know if you'll relate to this. But I feel like I totally understand 
wanting to get props from your peers and especially the peers that you kind of look up to. Not everyone I, wants I to totally get, get No, no but I want to get props from my peers. Like, I know, but I, if I gave you a choice of your film being number one in the box office or you getting a nod from fucking um, Tyler Perry, you would take them. You take the box office number one. I'll say F Tyler Perry. I don't. Is like that, that's my point. Where it's like, <laughs> where it's like, certain people just like they do it because they want the appreciation or the grat like the acknowledgement from the people that they grew up with. The like, you hear it from rappers all the time. I don't care if I go number one. I don't care if I go platinum. Like when did it? said that I was sick. That was what means the most to me. Do you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like in every sorry in every genre. Like anybody that does anything would want the adoration or the like the respect from the people that they looked up to. Do you know what I'm saying? When I got the like, I got a head nod from Trevor, that meant spare to me. That meant so much. I took over Trevor's show. Like that meant a lot to me. That meant more than a lot. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So I just, I feel like I, I kind of understand. I want like depression is one thing though. Like going into depression is deep. But no, I understand, no. I understand, like, if as an artist, yeah, mm. that's all you've got in your locker, yeah, mm. if that's all you've got in your locker, then yeah, you're done for, really. But do you, know, really? T-Pain, do you know what's mad about T Pain? Do you know that like, I saw a clip of him singing today? It looked decent, it he sounded can good. Sing. yeah, you know, like, he could actually sing. Number one, yeah, and number two, what's mad about T Pain is. That them tunes banged. I don't care. There's a tune that he done with Chris Brown. I can't remember what it's called now. That made me kiss, like Chris Brown. Kiss Kiss. Yeah, that made me like Chris Brown. No, he's done bad tunes with Chris Brown. Though. No, but Kiss Kiss was the one where it was okay. like, I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, and then on top of that, I just feel like, I don't know, man. I just feel like, um, I just feel like it, you, it's hard when someone that is so highly regarded rains on you or say something that, like about you like that, it, it, it could put you in a place. Well, you know what it is, yeah? It's just overkill. See the t- that T-Pain moment? Like, T-Pain is sick. Like, regardless of what anybody says about him here, what he did in that era when he was on every tune was sick. It was just overkill. We just heard too much of it. And I think like that happens to Bet, that happened to Ja Rule. Like when we heard it, when we hear it so much, it's like, okay, this is enough now. But the truth is, it's sick. Like the reason why we're hearing it so much is because it's hitting. Every time he does it, it's hitting. It's hitting, it's hitting. Why shouldn't he have just rinsed it out in one in one moment? Also, another reason why people don't look on that that error as fondly is because during that time, music wasn't actually that great. You think T-Pain Yeah, during that time, music wasn't really bad. It wasn't like we didn't have classics and like it wasn't like there wasn't a golden era of anything. It was just like everybody was just trying to make hits, 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 and whatever they could do to make hits. It was like music was just wasn't anywhere. I think like now it's in a much better place and before it was a better place, but during that T-Pain era, music was just shit. Not because of T Pain, just because it was. The thing, the thing is, though, Ace, yeah, you see, you see the whole thing about Usher, yeah. See, if somebody like Usher says something to you, you've got no clapback. Because... <laughs> no, but, no, but yeah, what no, he... you say about Usher? Yeah, do you know what I mean? 
Like there's people that can say stuff that you can tell them to shut them out. Oh yeah, that, that song was dead or this song was dead or you went you went jail or whatever. Do you know what I mean? There's always whoever says the context in what you said that though. Like, what do you mean that I killed me? What, what are you trying to say, bro? Like, well, if you're my bridge, why would you even say that to me? And this is what we were saying before you before you before you came on. But I get it because the thing is, as far as Usher's concerned, Usher's probably a musical purist, didn't it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Now, if if you have invented something that can turn any mediocre artist into a hit maker, then yeah, you've killed music because you've taken effectively you've taken art away from what. Remember, them man that go to what vocal training, you know, them man are actually musicians. Them man are probably pre- you, you see that man that babyface. See them and I play like 27 instruments and can sing. Do you know what I mean? So them and a purist. So when somebody like T-Pain brings out this thing where any and anyone is just auto-tuning and making bangers, as far as Usher's concerned, Usher's like, what is going on? That's you that's technology. Evolve. That's technology. You should, that's technology, you man. You, you can't be a Luddite. You have to evolve or be extinct. You see me? You see me, yeah? Like... I always said, um, man is never getting a DJ controller. Fuck that. What? So they to tune the thing can mix the tunes for me. That ain't real DJing. That's dead. If you got a DJ controller, you're not a real DJ. Go and get vinyls. Go and get CDs. Um, all I use is the DJ controller now. Like I've seen, like and it's and it's it's still DJing. It's just it's evolved. You know so what's what DJ it controller? Serato. Makes... No, this is this is a controller. That's the. That's a DJ controller. And there's a turntables over here. That's old school. This is new school. Okay, Ace. Yeah. All right, Ace. Let me ask you something. Yeah. So did you did you get sorry sorry Damon quickly? Did you get Serato when it come out immediately, Ace? No, I took a while. I'm not gonna lie. Even that, I was like, oh, that's cheating. But is it cheating? You're still DJing. It's just the music's in your computer. All right, Ace. Right, Ace. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's made it easier. But looking like this, yeah. Because I've seen you DJ at bookings that you've gotten from being a Radio 1 Extra DJ. Yeah. And I've seen you DJ at Mandem events. Mm. And you're two different You're two different people. Oh, when I do One Extra and when I do Hood Raves? You're two different people. One million percent. You see, when, you see when you do... I'm not even going to call it Hood Raves. I'm going to call it Mandem Raves. See, when you do okay, Mandem yeah. Raves, you're a different animal. I'm... I'm, I'm this is probably gonna be the first time you're hearing this you uh, see boy. when you've done you see when you've done bookings where you've been booked because you're a radio one extra dj yeah i'm vexed because I, i'm thinking to myself i'm thinking to myself i sat in the car with this brother for two and a half hours to keep him awake to be here to hear man play justin timberlake and their man there are you mad fam? but then, you gotta look at where we are in the surroundings right. and, the club. and that's the that's the thing and then i've realized I understand. I understand what you do now. Yeah. yeah, and COVID might have flopped all of that. But there was a point where I knew. I knew your set. I knew your radio yeah. one extra set out yeah. of London. I knew it. Yeah, it's like, it's like DJing by numbers, though. I, no, absolutely. You gotta and play I the hits that. and then get. I out, get that. Now out. the thing is, the thing is, if you was at like a mandem rave. Hard oh. man, man, them rave. You know them raves that you shut down where man beat in the ceiling. Anything Lee's like birthday. You remember Lee's birthday? Yeah. Where man beat in the ceiling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rhythms. 
would you would you would you still use that cheating piece of equipment or would you take it back to the old school and get the vibe and get the essence and get the no, if I ever had a choice, I would always go like if I could if I could take vinyls to every dance, I would do it. Just for the vibe. like I know like I know what type of an animal I am when it when I used to play out with the vinyls in the hood dances. Like, mm. like this is just convenience. I can still do I can do b- both types of sets with a DJ controller. It's just easier. Everything's there. The yeah, but you, like, see, yeah, but you see with this, you see with this, you're not working with this. You're just going through the motions. With yeah. this, you understand? You just, man's just getting paid. Man's just waiting for the brown envelope. And I've seen you collect the brown envelope. I'm talking about the envelope, bro. I don't, no, it, guy, I don't know what's in the envelope. The only time I know that the brown envelope was nice when, is when you paid for lunch the next day. <laughs> so, uh, hey, remember that? Hey, you lot. You lot don't bring me on these trips, man. Well, go on. I want free lunch. <laughs> then you got to come on a road trip, man. I, I miss the road trips, you know. That's one thing I really do miss about, like, not being on quarantine. You, you know what's funny? Once Sarasin sent me a video the other day, yeah, of, and I don't know why, he sent me a video of the speedometer of a car, yeah, and he goes, this is the speed that we was doing when Ace nearly had a heart attack, when he woke oh, up. Love it. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's only been two times when I've been scared of the speed I was doing. One time was with Montserratian, another time I was driving. Well, I wasn't driving, somebody was driving in Germany, and you know, there's no speed limit, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was driving a van, we were in a van, and it was, sh- <laughs> it was shaking. And someone was telling him to go fast. He goes, No, I'm when the driver says, No, I'm actually scared, that's when you know, that's when you know that. How can the driver say, no, I'm scared, but you're still going at 130 or whatever you're doing? Nonsense. Shitting myself. Absolutely shitting myself. And this car's winging past us, which is mad. Anywho, we need to do another Europe trip as well, man. I was thinking about Amsterdam the other day. As soon as we get, we're allowed to fly, we need to go back out. Amsterdam was too much fun. Bram, that, that still pains me to this day. And the reason it pains me, because... I feel like I let I let I let the dreadman from London down. <laughs> yeah. how, he was struggling. He was struggling. Yeah, I was under pressure. We, how, we long, how long do you lot think before it, that's legal over here? About two years. Nah, a, little five. Bit, a little bit longer. Two, three years. I don't think this government has got it on their agenda. I think five years. Mm. I think we think, need Do you think a conservative government will do that? If there's conservatives move for money, in it, oh, yeah. So why so they if, there's, it? If, if there's enough business factor, there's enough businesses. There's loads to, of business factor, though. No, but as in, if there's businesses wanting to push for it, for it that are associated with them, they'll do it. Wow. Mm. They move for money. They just move for money. It's all a money thing, isn't it? It's like they don't move for the good of society. It's all about is there business? Is there going to be money? And if there is, we move. You know what I mean? What's the maddest conversation you've had on a plane, though? On a plane? Yeah, because I was speaking about this T-Pain um, thing. I remember, like, when we went to LA, someone was on a plane, yeah, chatting to me and Nikki for, like, two, three hours, yeah, on because it's a long trip. So, like, you see that plane to LA? It's the longest flight I've ever caught in my life, yeah? And you're just there, so you know you're stuck. So we spoke to this brother for, like, two, three hours, yeah? We are talking about the Rot Nation branch, all of that. Fam. We got to LA, we couldn't get a hold of him. 
You couldn't get hold of him, do you say? Yeah. <laughs> what, you, what, you took his number in that? Yeah, like, we know him. Oh, okay. Oh, is it the same? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy ghosted me as well. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not him now. I spoke to him the other day. Um, imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine one on a plane, yeah? And what, like, you know when you're like, you feel like you're bonding with someone, like you're having the deepest reasoning and was stood up as well. So like the plane just coasting in it. So at a point we just stood up in the, in the galley and like, we're just all chatting like for ages, people walking past us for like three hours we're on a plane, two, three hours minimum, yeah, we're all chatting. He's like, yeah, when you get to LA, just shout me. Yeah, I'll get you into the brunch. <laughs> to this, to this day. To this day. To this day. I've not heard from my man. Yuri and Wilder. Two. When is this? When is this? Soon. Oh, it's like in the next few weeks. Hold on. You're trying to hype this every week. Um, I remember my, my most memorable plane journey ever. I was 10 years old, yeah. This is how this is how old I am. I'm showing my age here. But basically. I was flying to New York on my own. My mum, mum, like mum, I've got an aunt in New York, so uh, she was gonna meet me at the airport. But my mum let me fly on my own. But you get when you're when you're underage, you get assigned your own steward. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. She looks after you. She takes you off the plane. She takes you on the plane or whatever. They're not but, always ace. By the way, they're not always lit. One time I was coming back from Jamaica, mm-hmm. and like you get assigned your own steward. And then there was these two girls sat next to this little boy. He was mm-hmm. moving to England to meet his mum. For the first time. And I thought the two little black girls that were sat next to him were related to him. The boy was crying, making up noise, and the two black girls were chatting to him. And then we we're about to get off the plane. They were switching at the um the flight attendant because she hadn't paid him any mind the whole time. She just left it to them. <laughs> Wait, so they didn't know this little They didn't know the you. We yeah, thought imagine me and Nikki are sat behind them. We thought they knew the you. That's uh, we thought the girls knew the youth. The girls did not know the youth. They didn't know him from Adam. Baby, how old your oldest son? Huh? How old your oldest son? He's nine and a half. Would you let him fly to another country, like to Nigeria, to meet your family? Put it this way: no, no none of my family, even myself, I just about fly to Nigeria to meet my family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you let him fly to America? You know what? I wouldn't because my younger son, who's eight, I would because he's more like. What, you let your eight-year-old fly on your own? You know what it is? My younger son, yeah, is more bossy than my, my older son. It seems like okay, he's more, like, confident. But, like, my younger son's more, like, I don't know, he's got mouth. Say, like, if he was on that plane and that lady wasn't looking after him properly, he'll bad her up. <laughs> Wait, can I finish my story now, by the way? Finish your story. So, yeah. so I was like 10 years old, yeah. I was flying to New York to, to uh, go and stay with my family. But being, like this is where I get my lateness from. Me and my mum were late to the airport. So we missed my flight. So I had to get on the next standby flight to New York. Yeah. So the next, and obviously with standby, you just got to take whatever seat you can get in it. So this is how, this is me showing my age. At the time, it was smoking or non-smoking. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. So, so I'm a 10-year-old, yeah? And because it's the only seat that's available is in smoking, I'm in smoking as a 10-year-old on a flight to New York. How, was the, how long was the flight to New York? Five. Five hours. 
I feel like it was longer back then. I don't know why. Maybe I'm chatting shit, but it was this was like 89 or 90, maybe. I don't know. So I'm in smoking like for the whole flight. I was free still. The whole flight. So that that one, the fact that I'm in smoking is bad. Like I'm in a cloud of smoke at 10 years old. But behind me, yeah, literally the row behind me is a man that's either being like deported or like oh, um, what's the other, what's the word when you when you get asked to brought back to a country to face something expedited expedited extra extra so, extra extradited extradited there you go so yeah so he, he was going mad like imagine i'm 10 years old and they're holding him down they're strapping him down that's injecting him with something he's spitting <laughs> and i'm 10 and i'm coughing and this bread is back he's, it was so pranging when i got off the plane i was traumatized and nuts going how can you let him sit so i hope my mom's not watching she's gonna be so angry that i told this story how can you let him sit and smoking the whole like summer i was coughing the whole summer like bad smoke on my lungs but i would know i think that wasn't even the pranging thing that brother that was being held down i swear that and inject him like in his neck you know what's mad i'll tell you what's mad i'll tell you what's mad about that mad. being held down yeah almost every flat i've caught to jamaica there's one of them brothers are you serious yeah that you gotta hold them down. There's, there's one of them brothers being taken by the police on almost every single flight. I've caught to Jamaica. I feel like there was one on a Nigeria flight as well. It's mad. Allow it, man. It's crazy. Speaking of um, Jamaica, Jamaica, the Caribbean. Happy Windrush Day. Yeah. Is this something what, that we celebrate this Windrush Day in regards to that? I say happy Wind. Like, what, what is the term? Hope, hopefully it turns into that. We don't. I don't. We don't. But hopefully, what, what, what is it, 1948? Do you feel close to this day? No. I, don't, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't have known if I didn't see it on the ground. Your parents are Jamaican, though. What does that mean? <laughs> like, did they not come over here, like, during... No, not them, but, like, did their parents or, like... No, are you, no, no, no. Are you can, are you oh, connected to the window? My parents were born in Jamaica. My parents were born in Jamaica. Oh, okay. So they came late. Yeah. So my mum's my mom's actually flying back to Jamaica tomorrow, funny enough. I, I, I'm like, I feel like jealous is the wrong word, but I'm envious of like people that have got family that were around that time in this UK. Because I, I, I love them stories. Like, what was it like? Okay. But I don't Brother, have that. I mean, I know stories and... and I have memories. I have I have amazing memories, and I and I realized like, you know, I, you know, you have memories when you was young. Um, I had a good life as a child, you know, from two people that came from Jamaica. I had a I had a very good life. Um, you know, my my mom and dad worked hard, worked very very hard to give us a good life, and, and we were blessed children. And I've got some fun memories. Um, you know, obviously there's, there's a lot of people that can't say the same and there's some mad stories as well you know, like my dad told, just casually told me a story a few years ago about how he had to break up a couple of policemen and dip out like yeah. dip out to where, sorry you need to tell us this full, this in full no, as in dip out, as in, as in escape, jump over fences and bust out and went home like but he just casually told me this story when we were driving in the car somewhere. Like, and you know, like, see, the thing is with my dad, yeah, as I'm, get, as, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to find out my, that he was a bit, he was a bit of a bad man. 
not gangster Batman. He was just a he was just a guy that just didn't have it. Do you know what I mean? But I'm only finding this out later on in life. He was just a guy that didn't have it. Like he would tell the police about themselves. As I said, he, 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 he broke a couple of policemen and S'd out and all of that. And then times, obviously, there's no cameras. But where he's broken up the police, it's not like he's broke up the police outside his house and they know where to come to. He might have been at a Shabin's or something and something popped off. And him and his breakings are waiting the police because they would be reckless. And I'm hearing these stories like, is that how you was moving? And then he would say something, he would just say something, like, my dad's got bars in it. So he would say something like, he would say something like, who you think gave Superman the S on his chest? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Dad, you just told me you beat up police and got away. You're telling me you're ending it with a bar like that. Like, what's wrong with you? But yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a bit of a wild one. Um, but sorry, back, back to the thing. I mean, that's what carnival's about, though, isn't it? You know, celebrating Windrush and all that kind of stuff. And maybe because we haven't, we haven't had carnival for two years, that we, we, we kind of forget it. Um, and maybe it should be a, a, a day. Maybe somebody should, or we, we should make it a, a, a day to celebrate, like an in like how Jamaica, Ghanaian, uh, Nigerian independence is celebrated. Maybe we should. Maybe it's a thing. How well, are you feeling about no carnival this year? Then again? How are you feeling about no carnival this year? I'm vexed. I'm actually vexed. I'm actually upset because... I think for me now, carnival that one or two days of the year where you just link up with your brethren in just a big day rave. Like last year, the, not last year, the year before, where you conked out. <laughs> hold on, hold on. My mum's at the door. Let me ask you. Well, I'm I'm sad that there's no carnival. To be fair, the last carnival I went to was kind of lit, so. Yeah, the last carnival I went to was a mate 2019 carnival. Was I enjoyed myself too much fun. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, carnival. I, I, yeah, I think it's it's just a lit day from from morning till night. I think um, next year, man, 2022 is fine. 2022. 2022 is gonna. Well, I don't know. I I I, I don't think we're seeing carnival again. You know that. We are. We are. You think it's cancelled forever? Not, not, not how we know carnival. Can I just, can I give everybody some info, info, inside information? Go on. Actually, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this. It's too late. Fuck it, I'm going to say it. Like, I know everybody keeps saying, oh, they're not allowed to have, we're not allowed to have carnival, but they're allowed to have 60,000 people at Wembley or how come the government, it's, the government didn't cancel carnival. They actually wanted it to go ahead. That's what I'm going to say. Who cancelled carnival, Ace? They basically, it wasn't the government. They were happy for Carnival to go ahead. Say that again? They were happy for Carnival to go ahead. But there's a lot that goes into Carnival and you just got to think about, it who, takes, who, wait, who wait. Carnival, it takes about a year to put a Carnival together, yeah? And so with all of the dilly-dallying as whether or not we're going to be allowed out, allowed in, they can't just put together oh, a one Carnival. Second. One second, come on. Uh, listen. They can't just put together a Carnival in the last four weeks. Uh, listen, let, let me just pause that. Do you do you remember Windrush? Yeah. Uh, let's get some inside information. Come on the podcast, man. What, your, mom, your mom wasn't on a boat, was she? Your mom wasn't on the boat, bro. We're going to find out now. Mom, sit down. Mom, 
you her dad was. Mom, sit down. Come on. Man said, man said to his mom, do you remember Windrush? Like she was on a boat. <laughs> mom, sit down. Let's let's talk. So you're on the podcast now. Just wave at the people. Let's be official. All right, don't wave. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello, Trouble. How you doing, mommy? You all right? I'm all right, my darling. All right. This right. So it's not it's Windrush Day today. Yeah, I know. Okay, I would hope you know. Uh, have you got any stories about Windrush? Have you got any stories about Damon? She wasn't on the boat. <laughs> no, but she remembers it. She what? Her dad was on the boat, though. My granddad. Her oh, dad your was dad. Your dad. Um, your dad came on the boat. Yes, he did. What? He just left you in Jamaica and jumped on the boat. Prior to him being on Windrush, he was here before that. What? And what it was like? Yeah, he served. In the British Army, along with his brother. Oh wow! They were, they were then um, sent back to Jamaica, right? With his brother having um, one leg blown away, and then they decided that you know they've done it for England. They hadn't been to this country. They only visited for about two, three weeks while they signed up. Went home and came back home with Windrush. He did, you know. But the, the story that I got from them was basically, you know, what the, the travel was like. And, um, you know, the, the the reception they got once they came back, you know, it was a matter of, um, you're not welcome. What are you doing here? You know? Okay. And I think that, that made him determined to do what he did, like, you know, within two or three years to buy a, house, a home, you know? But Windrush, um, the, the stories that I've heard from both him and his friends is, um, you know, I'm not sure. The journey across was full of, like, laughter and joy, you know, and we're going to have a big future in, in the UK. And when they landed, they ended up in somewhere in North London. You know, it was a, it was a different story. So what they ended was work together to buy one place and work together to send for another sibling. And then that sibling came along, they lived together in one house, worked together to send another one. So between um, Uncle Basil, who's not really my real uncle, my dad, loads of them, yeah. They managed to buy, in total, I think about six or eight houses, you know, with brothers, sisters, coming up one after each other. And they all, you know, that's how they did it. And that's, you know, what I remember about, you know, the Windrush story and how their lives started once they um, embarked from that ship. Wow. You know? I, I didn't know this. You didn't know this? I'll talk to you, mum. Oh. Mm -hmm. okay. Are you excited about going to back to Jamaica tomorrow? No. Why not? Because I'm fortunate for the reasons I'm going to Jamaica tomorrow. You know, if it was happy reasons, yes, but it's not, unfortunately. But we, we, we're going to make the most. But yes, I'm going to have to make the most of it. Yeah. Have a good time. Try and have huh? a good time. Try and have a good time. Can you can you, can you bring back some KFC? <laughs> you know, everybody's talking about Jamaican KFC. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? No, it's really good. It's really good because they. It, it, it's only in Jamaica can you get three different type of, of type of care. I know. 
But when he goes there, the queue is about going around the corner up the road and down the hill. It, 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 but it's worth yeah. it when it when it eventually arrives. It's it's definitely worth it. Yeah, unfortunately, I know people who works in KFC, <laughs> Jamaica. So yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. You didn't come to be on the podcast. You came to be on the podcast. Listen, see you guys soon. Yeah. See you soon. See you soon. I'm off. That was insight, you know, Damon. Your people, them, were out yeah. here fighting in the war. For queen and country and they were made to feel like they're not welcomed by queen and country afterwards you didn't even know that cuz the thing is yeah about what my mum just said i think from all of the programs that i've seen on the tv i've never seen that side of it i've never heard that side of it i've never heard that side where people have landed and they said oh we were made to not we we, we weren't made to feel welcome and that so that's, that's, no i've that's, heard that loads I've no, blacks, that no, no blacks no dogs no irish Imagine they oh, said, no, yeah, yeah, come I mean, over, I'm, man. I'm, come over. There's jobs over here. You I'm guys can come that. and work. Yeah, my bad. But you're not yeah, allowed to stay anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember. That's that. like yeah. inviting someone to your party and telling them to stand outside and listen to the music. Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> That's, this is evil. No, yeah, man. You come over, work. Yeah, come work on the buses and that. And on the tubes and in the NHS. But you're not allowed to have a house. They're just fuckery, man. It's what it is, bro. Is what it is, but hopefully we can spin it and we can start having a national wind rush day. Um, I mean, I mean that it's not going to be a, a bank holiday, but yeah, they nah, not at all. But it is no. a national wind rush day, though. The day we've got no, now. but I mean more celebrated. Like hopefully, you see, like you see, like next year in the year up in the year up that there's actually events. Yeah, you know I mean, and raves and all that. You know, a national holiday. We'll take a national holiday. Like right. June team, we should take a national holiday. We've got a long way to come before <laughs> we get that one. Let's let's each step at a time. At the moment, it's an observed day. No, I need a national, national holiday, please. But like you know what? I just think that's so interesting. Like you know that there's so many people. When we think about the World War, we see we think we always think about the sacrifices of um of you know, white soldiers, like white British people, but there were people that were brought all from all around the empire that exactly. were fighting for Britain. And yeah. obviously we also, we think about the GIs, the African-American GIs, but they were like, you know, black soldiers from the Caribbean. Damon's, Damon's granddad be one of them. <laughs> Damon's granddad be one of them. I don't know why you find that funny. You're I just find it so random. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's one of these things that you read about yeah, in books, obviously, I, like, I, like you said, like you haven't, you, you've not even know, didn't know much about it. But I've read about stuff like this in books, but you don't think like it's your brethren's family. <laughs> you know, one of them. Yeah, yeah, like, it, like it's actually mad. Like, it's actually, it's actually, actually mad that you know that's what was going on. Um. Yeah, and, and what, what I found fascinating is that my mum was saying they were here before Windrush. So they were here before, dipped back, and then came back on the boat before Windrush. That's what I find, man. But, yeah. Mm. And they weren't welcome, went back, came back again, you know, one of those ones. But you yeah. know what? It's a beautiful thing, man. It's nice that they're, they're, they're remembered. Um, what do you think about England's hopes in, in the Euros? 
Well, I just I, I was just informed by the one group my right there. hand that we won two 0 Who scored? One nil. One nil. One nil. Oh, one nil. Okay, you know I'm on a podcast and I'm giving this information. Saying that yeah, the second goal was disallowed. Yeah. I just... Okay, one nil. What are their hopes? Mm. Not great, I don't think. But Femi, you're into football more than Ace. I've, I've got a theory. You're dumb. Ace is a football expert. Ace has gone on the BBC Sports website to give tips on who was going to win what matches. So this, this is my thing, yeah. I think England's failings are their manager, yeah. I think they've got young, exciting players but they've got a manager with an old head. Yeah. When you look at their manager, Gareth Southgate, what have you done in your career and as a manager? Nothing really. You know you know failure when you played for England. That's deep. No, but you... like. Do you think that still keeps him up, that penalty? Yeah, yeah of course do. it does. No, yeah, like, like, literally, do you think like... Because there's one really embarrassing thing that I've done that every now and then I think about earlier. I still like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Do you think he still is like I will I will, I can never that still bothers him to this day? Yeah, because it's the so. what ifs, isn't it? It's the what ifs. It's like what if I scored that? You know. Um, so I, I think that's always going to be there. But so my thing is, yeah, as a domestic player and as an international player, you, you, you've really done nothing in your career. And then when you look at these other managers for other international teams. As a player and manager, you've done bits. You've 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 won league titles. You've won uh, Champions Leagues. You've, you've you've actually done bits and pieces within your career. Yeah. And I actually I actually thought to myself, you know who would be a who would be a banging England manager for me? Who? Jose Mourinho. Yeah, you've said that before. I think I think he's got the mentality to just ignore the media. Because I think that's a problem with England, man, England players and the manager, that no one wants to make the mistake and be that that guy, you know. Yeah, well, M- Mourinho doesn't care. Mourinho doesn't care if his players do shut up that you know the media don't like. Mourinho will back his players and tell the media to shut their mouth. I think Mourinho's won enough and done enough in his career to actually have get respect from the players. Like half of them players probably don't even rate Southgate. <laughs> like, but, bro, what you think that man like Jack Grealish and Phil Foden and them man are listening to Gareth Southgate? Like, take your man seriously. Come on, bro. Do you know the Do you know the reason I say they they might they might do? Because he was an under twenty ones manager. Yeah, because he's been managing them, them from when they were youth. When they were youths. You know, they've known him from when he was youth. When he was a youth, from when they were absolutely. Youth. And I think I, that's why he got the job yeah, as well. You know that. That is that is part. That is one of the main reasons why he got the job. But then, you know, because uh, Think about it, these youths have been playing for him for like five, six years. A lot of them. Yeah, yeah. But then I just, but then you know, we saw it in the in the in the game before that. You know, you you you, your some of your selections, like your defense, your your, your substitutions is wild. I just wild. It don't make no sense. So I don't know. I I I think we need we need a manager who. It's about it, about it before England do anything on the world stage. That's what I think. But yeah, what annoys me is when I keep hearing commentators saying, "Oh, England, like England as favorite." Why do they keep saying England are favorites? 
like who favorites to who when like, who did they poll? Um, I, think, when, I think that's I think it's wild that England, why do they say that yeah I think it's wild that England are favorites I think that's like the idea of that is like when have they ever been favorites fam when you watch yeah when you watch you realize Portugal got Ronaldo and the way Germany peppered them the other day <laughs> and Ruben Diaz it was the player of the season in the premiership but he got peppered yeah by 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 ger- the German attack the other day, yeah. You're like, you know what? Where who's 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 could England even like not get beat six 0 by these lot? <laughs> and then and then you see France, France are playing, but like it's just there's just levels to this football thing, man. And I just feel like we'll see in it. Like you know, obviously today your boy the Arsenal youths, um, Saka, you come through, man. First half, he was firing. Mm-hmm. He was firing. And, and so I res- Go on, that's No, I respect it. I respect it. But to me, like like KG saying in the chat, to me, like Italy are the favourites based on yes. what I've seen. Yeah. They're the only team. I think they're the only... Are they the only team to win all... No, they're not the only team to win for all three of the games. But all three of the games, they, they, they scored more than two goals in all three of their games. I think they scored no, three they, goals. No, they only game. scored one against Wales. But but they were they they were banging. And then obviously Italy, they've just played well. They've just been solid. And then Netherlands have played well obviously so far. And like Ryan Sterling's played well. Big up the Jamaica. Jamaica's still contributing to the UK. <laughs> Come on. On Windrush Day and you know, a big Windrush Day, you know. Oh, no. Come on, Raz. <laughs> Jamaica, he's the only English player to still score. Someone like put it up, put his IMDb, some racist, um, put his uh, Wikipedia, put that he was born in Kingston. And what? Yeah. All of that. Let them man there. know. Anyway, them man there. Forget them man there. Forget but who do you think is really going to win, though? Ace Damon, quickly. Uh, France. France ain't going to win. France might not go through. No, I'm going to go. I'm going Italy. You're going Italy, yeah? Yeah. Remember, you might as well go Belgium or something. You see what happens. <laughs> hey, do you see... Boy, no, no, quickly, though. Do you know what's bad? Do you see... Did you see that clip going around of Thierry Henry taking a free kick in training with them? No. No. Nah. Do you know Belgium, yeah? One of their coaches is Thierry Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the other day, they were in training. It was De Bruyne, Lukaku, someone else. And he took a free kick, yeah, and obviously beat the keeper. And they were like, oh, bro, just go inside. Go inside. The free kick was hard. <laughs> Still got it. How old is Omrina? He's like, he's 40s. Bad boy. Absolute bad boy. Solid, but yeah, man. I'm trying to think of something I wanted to share with you though, this week. I saw the new. Have you seen the new Nick? Bro- you, actually, I'm, actually, have you seen it? it? Hasn't even come out yet. The new Nick Broomfield documentary. Huh? He, um, it's another Tupac and Biggie documentary, but <laughs> it's more about Suge and how he allegedly commissioned the death of Biggie. But it's deep, like, it, cause cause Suge is in jail now for like 28 years. He's got 28 years in it. Yeah. Everyone snitching, <laughs> like, like, because no one, because no, no one shook of him anymore. He can't do nothing to no one, and he hasn't got money to do anything. Everyone snitching, everyone snitching. Very deep documentary. When you guys get opportunity to see that, go see it. 
Um, okay. Big up to Nick Broomfield. What's it on? What's it on? I think, I don't know when it's coming. I don't know how, where, where it's going to be. Because I, I think it's like coming out, it comes out tomorrow, I think. I'll let you guys know. Intent um, 2 is back on um, Netflix. Yeah, baby. How does that happen? They just, they like, just renew the thing. Yeah, but we know when it's coming back. Oh, yeah, so you, you know, did no, you know it was coming back? Yeah, of course. Like okay. obviously, I have to tell you, but um, ages ago, big thing. Someone told me about this conspiracy about the way that Netflix suggests shows to you, and how it's quite evil. One, I don't know. I, I didn't really want to listen to the conspiracy. You know, like when someone's going deep, and you're like, I actually don't oh, want to listen to. Oh, this. so you don't and even I, know what they said? I started, but I started. I picked up bits of it. Basically, every what every what Netflix suggests to everybody is different, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's basing what it suggests, what what it suggests for you on your activity, what you've watched before, and what it's watching you do. Are you guys following? Watching you do how? <laughs> so like, so that, like the conspiracy is that our TVs are watching us, yeah. Yeah. And so, based on whatever the TV is seeing you do, is what. Netflix is suggesting for you to watch. I, 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 I disagree with that. But your TV doesn't have a camera, cuz. Some people, we, you say that, we don't know if they do or they don't. You're absolutely right, but the, the things that you're very, I you're very confident about that, Femi. <laughs> you're very I confident. Mean, I mean, if they said your laptop, I would be No, like, you're very no, confident no. that your TV does not have a camera. That's very confident. You think we you don't think, know. You think yeah, but eight, TVs have cameras? Eight. We have eight. no eight. idea. You're sounding eight. real mad right now. You hey, think that it's that, you think it's impossible that your TV hey, can have a camera? That no, you don't it's know not that. impossible that your TV's got a camera. But so okay, so the things that come up on my Netflix, are like the top ten that's being watched in the UK, yeah, yeah, and the, and I know it's things that I've probably watched or started to watch previously. Now, the stuff that I keep up with in front of my TV, and I'm not even talking about madness. I'm talking about I've got my child. Do you know what I mean? I'm on my phone. Do you know what I mean? I'm hoovering the house. Yeah? It's not It's not showing me documentaries about how hoovers were made or vacuum cleaning were made. Not sending me nothing like that. Do you know what I mean? I'm forever hoovering my front room because I love the way my, my, my rug feels on my, on my bare foot. No, what, is, what they're saying though is, well, is like, it's feeding you things. I don't know. That's I don't know. I don't know. I, this I is why you should listen to when people talk. Nah, to I don't want to hear that stuff. I don't care about that stuff. This is why you should listen, boy. Anyway, how was your father's day? How was your father's day for me? How was your father's day, Ace? You can see that I'm my 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 dinosaur. Mine I am banging. a terrific dad. Mine was um, banging. Banging wife. I had a good father's day, man. I had a beautiful card and present. And I had breakfast in bed. Then they took me to a restaurant. What restaurant did you go to? I went to a Thai restaurant in Purley. It was banging. Above, I've been looking for a new Thai restaurant in the end. Chat to me. Yeah, yeah, in Purley. It's a little nice, small little Thai restaurant opposite the Tesco's, the big Tesco's. What do you mean? A what? Okay. As you bust around to the left, it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Nice, nice, nice. What did you do? Uh, I had the I had the the majority of the day with just me and Casello Victor, so that was fun. Um, I've started to practice mad little things that I'm going to do with him when his mum's not here. 
Yeah. Like yeah. she's gonna get she, she's gonna get mad at did you see that video that I posted up about the cheese? Yeah. To stop a baby from crying, you just you just throw some cheese in their face. What? Yeah, you know, like um Are you all right? Processed cheese, you know, like burger cheese. Yeah. You just dash it on their face, but it just lands like that. But yeah. the shock of it is Stop. Go, go, go! Have a look on the on the cut of the chat page. Is there? But um, nah. We're gonna do that is, to your son. Go when you see it, you will understand. No, no, you will no, understand. Doing that. Don't do that. You will understand. But yeah, I had a great day with him. Then uh, I took us out to a restaurant in Clapham, um, which was nice, which was very, very nice. Uh, we had the ice cream, which is banging, and yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a good day. She got me some crazy cards, and yeah, it was a good day. It was a very good day. Um, very good day. Well, me, everyone forgot in my house. So I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So, um, yeah, I've got cards, uh, and then I've got, I've got a a, a big breakfast actually. Local juice, <laughs> like you know, some healthy breakfast, you know. Avocado, scrambled eggs, pit of bread, a little bit of hummus, big breakfast. And then they were like, "Oh, you know what? We booked you. Um, we're taking you to to a restaurant. It's a it's a secret. We're just gonna give you the postcode." <laughs> and so they they give me the postcode. So we went church, and then their mom was like, "Oh, the boys have got the money they need, and you know, I'll see you guys later." And so it was me and the boys. And they give me like one of them says, or oh, N1. I'm like, okay, we're going to Angel. So we're going to Mem and Laz. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no. We're going to, I'm guessing all these different restaurants in Angel. But right next to Mem and Laz, there's a there's a Thai restaurant called Rosa's Thai. Yeah. I didn't even know it was there. But they own I, it. They, I think the same people own that whole strip. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so, so then I went, they they took me to Rosa's Thai and um before we were going in, I was like, you know what? I can't watch you boys um pay me, like pay for me to eat food, man. I can't do that. One of them was like, yeah, yeah, we can split it three ways. <laughs> the other one was like, nah, 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 nah. Because we're a team, we should do it halves. We should go halves. I goes, what? Are you guys going to split it halves? He goes, no, we split half with you. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, that's more, you're spending more than three ways. Yeah, then. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So we went halves. So it was me. me. I paid half, and they paid half, and 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 um, I was just asking them random questions. They're like, "Where are you getting these questions from? Are they from the internet?" That's funny. Wow. Oh man, you got to the dads out there, man. Yeah, man. So it was good, man. It was. I felt. I felt really. Um, and they bought me a, a electric toothbrush, like. But you know them ones that are like them i don't know 60 pound ones that i've just never bought for myself because i'm like why do i need a 60 pound electric toothbrush them 100 pounds you know them them big ones expensive ones that you charge that like make mad noise like, yeah. <laughs> industrial right. yeah so yeah that was us man it was good big up to all the dads out there happy yep. father's day but yeah um i think we're done guys That's i think we're wrapped um, we will be back. We're, we uh, yeah, we'll talk next week. We will be back next week, same time, same place. We've got, we've got. Don't worry, people. We've got some some uh, black business callers lined up. The last couple of weeks, they've kind of 
they haven't flopped, but things haven't been right for them before just as we was about to do it. So we've been putting it back, putting it back. So we haven't forgotten about that. We've got Black Business Corners. Lee's got a mad tales from the cab that he told me about that he was supposed to bust today, but unfortunately he's working. So next week... Hey, Damon, one, one quick question before we go. You're, right. an ex- you're an expert at this. How many millions would it cost to start a black tennis league? Why would you start a black tennis league? Because I want Naomi Osaka to be able to play tennis whenever she wants without having to worry about these people then. Starting a black tennis league doesn't make any sense. <laughs> why? Why are you hitting on my dream? Why was why Sorry, sorry. Maybe not a black tennis league, but it's more like, it's more casual than, than the Masters. What's they called? The Grand Slams. So it's just yeah. like, it's like, FM, X Tennis League, XTO, the Extreme Tennis League. No, no, because any any form of official tennis, yeah, you you have to you do interviews and that. So the reality is, no man, you don't have to do that, bro. Just play with your breakings on a Sunday. Nah, not in in the ace. I'm gonna say this out there. I haven't got it yet, but I'm gonna be chatting to some millionaires. Any tennis players that want to play in the ace tennis league, you don't need to be black or white, and you don't need to do interviews. But if you don't want to do interviews, you have to have a manager that does interviews for you. You can play whenever you want. You can play three sets, four sets, five sets. You can play in jeans. You can play in Jordans. You can play in a hat. You can play naked. Whatever you want to do in the ace tennis league, you can do that. We're gonna have music playing. The umpires are gonna be big girls with. Wearing thongs at the- <laughs> Sorry, I went back. My mum can so my mum can hear you. So Ace wants to start a tennis league. Yeah. So Ace like- tennis league. So it's not just for black people, it's for whoever wants to play, and you can do whatever you want. There's no there's no uniform, you know what I'm saying? It's just a bit more relaxed. Anybody can come. You know what I mean? It's not that elitism that there is in tennis. There's no royal box. Except if Giggs wants to come, he can come because he's the landlord. And that's it. There you go. I agree. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Sponsored by P. Diddy and Tyler Perry. Coming soon. And Ace. The Ace League. Jay-Z. And, right. and Vince McMahon. My mum's my mom's off now to get ready for her flight in the morning. Safe flight, mummy. Thank you, my darling. <laughs> Someone said wrestling tennis. <laughs> yes. I like it. That would be good. <laughs> Let's not get into it. All right, guys. Till next time, rate, subscribe, comment. We'll see you Love next week. Money. Have a safe flight. And um, thank you for sharing your story with us. Bless up. Love you. See you guys soon.